and welcome to the Tanya Burn at the Diet Doc podcast. My goal is a fitness professional and who's someone who's been there uh, with needing to lose a lot of weight. I'm here to keep it simple and realistic and true for you. I am not a cookie cutter coach because everybody's different with their taste buds and their needs and their schedule. So it only makes sense to customize your weight loss journey to what's true for you. And that is my ultimate goal is to give you some examples, some tools and strategies that you can start applying in your life. So today we're going to dive into how to get out of the funk. Um, The reason why I'm bringing this up is because usually around colder weather, a switch in season, it's fall, people feel like they, they seem to be in a funk and it's usually really massive in September and October. Then we kind of get used to the cold weather and then it normals out a little bit in November and December. But right now, a lot of people are in a funk. Um, what does that mean? It just, it, it really means that they don't feel like themselves. Uh, motivation's gone, willpower's gone. Um, it could be that they're really thriving in their weight loss journey with their meals and their tracking and their workouts. And right now it's like, like it's not there. So I'm going to encourage you and just let you know that being in a funk during your weight loss journey is inevitable. It's going to happen. There's absolutely no way you're going to be a hundred percent motivated, confident, having willpower all day, every day until you hit your goal weight. It's not going to happen, but there are ways that you can get over it and get over it faster. And once I learned this, uh, the skill that I'm going to teach you today, oh my goodness, it made my journey so much better. Because before, when I would get in a funk, it would be like six months, <laughs> you know, that I would stay in the funk. And then eventually it was like three months. And then eventually, once I started working with a coach, it was one week. And the longer I paid attention and took more action, before I knew it, I can get out of a funk within like an hour. And then 30 minutes and then just a few minutes I can be out of the funk. So from like six months of being funky and not feeling like myself to I can get out of it a lot faster. How did I do that? I'm going to share that with you today. So a lot of reasons why people might feel like they're in a funk in their weight loss or maybe even this time of year. Um, A lot of times it could be because their progress has slowed down. So if you keep seeing the same number on the scale or the workouts are getting boring and monotonous. It's the same thing each week, you know, um, that kind of makes things uh, just doesn't feel good. You know what I mean? Like it's nothing exciting. It's not exciting to step on the scale when it's the same number. It's not exciting to, you know, get a workout in when it's the exact same thing. You need change. You need, um, inspiration. You need new motivation all the time. I usually recommend, uh, well, let's get, I'll get into that. I'm not going to recommend it right now. Um, also what it gives people in the funk is like I said, the shift in weather. Um, some people's schedule has changed whether their kids have started going to school. So they have to wake up earlier. They have to get them ready. Some people changed hours in their job. Uh, maybe they got a promotion. Maybe they got a new job. So that throws people off of their schedule, their eating habits, their workouts. So they just feel off, like off their routine. Um, and, and here's the thing, you really want to catch yourself if you feel like you're in a funk because what happens is if we don't catch it soon enough, it becomes our norm and it really starts to affect our health, our relationships and our work. And it all ties back to you and how do you feel? Because if you are thriving, woo, you're going to feel good in your health, you're going to have energy, you're going to make good healthy decisions, 
Um, you're gonna have better relationships with your spouse, with your kids, with your friends and family, and you're gonna be thriving at work. But if we are in a funk, it's gonna make the days longer. We're gonna be more grumpy, more snippy, and it really affects us. So today I wanna dive into some tools and strategies you can implement today to get you out of the funk and take control of your life again. So what do we need to do? Number one, we need to recognize it. You know, too often we get into a funk state of mind. And if we are in a funk state of mind 24-7, we're just going to be funky all the time. <laughs> you know, like mentally, physically, emotionally. And you need to recognize it and decide. As soon as you recognize that you're in a funk and you don't feel like yourself, you have two choices. You can either stay there or you can do something about it and you can get out of it but you decide you only have two options you could stay there or you can get out of it i had one client i was talking to her and she goes tiny i just like ugh i just felt like i wasn't myself my energy wasn't there and then i wasn't sleeping well and then i didn't have you know energy for my kids and she goes i i just told myself this is stupid i'm gonna go work out because every time i go for a workout i feel so much better afterward and i laughed and i go I appreciate that so much because so many people right now are in a funk and they don't know how to get out of it. And for her to say, first off, calling it out loud, saying this is stupid, like I don't want to be this way and quickly took action. She goes within after her workout, she felt like her old self again, 30 minutes away from feeling like herself again. And it was amazing to uh, to hear that. So I, I want to ask you. What's causing you to be in a funk state of mind right now? If it's the cold weather, well then I would recommend turning on some heat, light a candle, put your hands over it, like warm up. Um, it could be move around more. If you move your body around more, you're gonna, your body's gonna warm up, you're gonna feel better. Um, and you could warm up really quickly. Hold a one minute plank, you will be sweating. So it's really, it doesn't take that long for your body to warm up. <laughs> um, so Jennifer, if you are listening and you are cold, give me a one minute plank, all right? Um, <laughs> um, a lot of times in the cold weather, we uh, go for comfort food or comfort like lattes that are full of calories. What I would recommend is limiting when you actually consume that and finding alternatives. Like I said, put on a sweater, get out a blanket, um, light a candle or do a quick like workout to warm yourself up you know maybe what's causing you to be in a funk is a new routine um maybe your job changed your schedule changed you're eating at different times what i would encourage you to do is take a second and if you're used to eating at noon and all of a sudden you have to eat lunch at 10 adjust from that you know and and stick to a plan for an entire week and hopefully by next week you'll get into a better routine um, but you need to know and have a plan of what's my alternative instead of trying to wing it. You know, that's when we overindulge or binge eat when we don't have a plan. So take the time right now. If you're dealing with a new schedule, a new routine, figure out a new meal timing routine for yourself. Please don't wing it because if you wing it, it ain't going to be good because we're basing our decisions off emotions and you know our emotions don't always give us the right answers maybe you're in a funk because you're bored of your workouts 
If you've been doing the same thing for over three months, good golly, girl, you need to change it up. If you are, I mean, that that's pretty normal for people to be bored after three months. If you could stick to something for six months, God bless you. But our bodies love a challenge. Our mind loves a challenge. It loves to do something different. Um, and I get the comfort level of knowing what exactly you're going to do. But ultimately, you know, we're not going to do the same workout forever, right? Like we're going to change it up. You're not going to do the same thing five years from now or 10 years from now. So if you're bored, it could be your body's way of saying, hey, this isn't motivating. This isn't inspiring. I can't, it's, I, it's more of a drag to even think about the workout. What do you need to do to change it? I tell you what, listen, there are millions and millions and millions and millions of free workout templates you can find on Google on bodybuilding.com. You can even on bodybuilding.com, they have a really cool feature where you can, you know, male or female. And then do you want to tone up? Do you want to lose fat? Do you want to build muscle? And then they'll say, hey, there's a four week plan, an eight week, a 12 week, a six months. You can literally pick which one you want based off of your goals, not your friend's goals, your goals. Where do you want to take your body to the next level? So bodybuilding.com is super awesome for that. Um, If you are a virtual person and you like to see uh, workouts uh, and follow along, uh, Beachbody on Demand is awesome. It's a hundred bucks for the entire year and you get so many different variations of workouts. I have so many clients who are obsessed with uh, 21 day fix or 80 day obsession. Uh, plus they have like dancing videos on there. They have partner workouts on there. Um, yoga. I mean, anything you can think of, it's all in one. Uh, it's all in one app for a hundred bucks for an entire year. I mean, that's, and they're always coming out with new material. Um, so I, I really encourage that. Um, YouTube has so many free workouts. I love pop sugar. Um, Dance with Jessica. She is great. She does a lot of like hip hop. I used to be a Zumba instructor. So um, I love dance videos. But there's so many that you just need to search and find and then find that one person that you enjoy their workouts. I would encourage it again. It's free y'all free and it's awesome. Um, And then Pinterest. Come on. Pinterest has so much free stuff. It's amazing. So it's just a matter of taking a second to find out what's true for you. Try a couple different things and you will be surprised of how quickly you're like, wow, this looks fun. This looks exciting. And all of a sudden you're juiced up again and you're so excited to work out and then you feel sore the next day and it's a good workout. You know, for, for beginners, I always recommend try to do something for about five or 10 minutes. And then after the, after your month of being consistent with a workout, especially weight training, add on 15 to 20 minutes. And then eventually your workout should be anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes. So you want to progress Um, because that way you're going to learn more about your body, take your time and push yourself more, uh, than just check mark. I did a 10 minute workout. It's no, I got a good amount of workout in and I hit the body parts that I wanted to. So, um, you know, sometimes we're in a funk with our health and it's because of our environment. And sometimes our environment is like our spouse or whoever we're living with. So if you feel like there's dullness in the relationship, it's going to, affect your health and the way you eat so what I encourage and if you're listening and um, this is just so cool so I challenge everybody who's listening right now um, you can pause it after I say this point or after the episode and just watch what happens so if you feel like there's a funk in your relationship and 
you haven't smiled or laughed with your partner for a long time, I encourage for you to take a moment right now, even though it might be out of the ordinary, it's not what you typically do, and just randomly just text your spouse and just say, hey, I love you, I appreciate you, you're my hero, thanks for doing everything you do for our family. And just hit send. You won't believe the shift in attitude when they come home. I'm serious. Like, I, it's kind of like we get used to that person or we get used to what they do and their schedule that we don't take the time to remember and say, hey, thank you. I appreciate you. You're my hero. Literally, if you tell your husband you're my hero, he will walk in the house with like a cape on. He will feel so good. Um, and it's because, you know, they do work hard and sometimes we... I mean, I'm guilty of it. I take advantage of it. You know, I don't always tell my husband, thank you for working 12 hours. Thank you for putting out fires all day long, you know, and just to recognize that. I know they appreciate more praise than they would to say, to hear, I love you. So sometimes we feel in a funk in our health and it's a lot of, like I said, it's based off our relationships at home. So if you just complimented more or did something for your spouse more, it makes life a lot easier. Um, so not all funky state of mind is towards nutrition and fitness. So I just want you to be aware of other sources. Um, and a lot of times if we don't feel good about ourselves, I always do this for myself is I'll do something for them, meaning for my husband. So if I feel, um, lousy or in a, if I start to catch myself in a depressive state, um, that's something that I have to constantly battle. I will automatically just start thinking when I serve others, I feel better. So like the other day, um, I remember my husband mentioning that he needs to organize his office. And so while he was at work, I organized it for him and I tidied it up and I cleaned it and I put everything away and made it look nice and I felt better. And it was great to, I mean, really for him to see like, wow, it like coming into office and it was clean. Like that made me feel good that I could serve him and doing something as simple. I mean, it took me like 10 minutes to do it. So if you feel like you're in uh, a funky state with your relationship, take the time right now. Just, just randomly message them something really sweet. You know, no strings attached. Just you said something sweet. You won't believe how good you'll feel, but also how great they will feel. And... You could take that extra route and uh, go do something for them. So if they said, hey, I need to go to the store and buy this, excuse me, and it's been like three days and they still haven't had time to buy it, going and doing it for them or doing an errand for them, um, it's just amazing what a difference that makes in your environment. Um, And number two, um, I really want to break this down for you is taking out a piece of paper and pen or open up your notes in your phone and write down what brings me joy. Because here's the thing, you cannot be in a funk and like being depressed and lazy and sad if, if you are doing something that brings you joy. You can't be funky and in a joyful state at the same time. So... <laughs> So for example, I think I know COVID hit a, a lot of us uh, mentally like really hard, um, a lot of fear, um, a lot of the unknown. And I remember like after my the first day when everything hit, I, I got into that like funky state and um, I didn't like it. Like my client, I'm like, this is stupid. So I automatically started thinking about what brings me joy. 
Oh my gosh, walking outside, nature, I love it. Um, And listening to a podcast always brings me joy. And I automatically thought of like, I caught myself, gosh, I just, I feel lazy. I feel tired. I don't feel like myself. And I'm like, go outside, go turn on a podcast. Go listen to Brennan Burchard. uh, Go listen to a comedy show. Listen to one of your favorite uh, preachers. Always boosts up my energy. Um, Sometimes also uh, after that, during that COVID state, um, sometimes I would just deep clean the house. I don't know why. I'm like that weirdo. That cleaning just relaxes me. Um, I will turn on some like uh, upbeat music or I'll listen to a comedy show um, on Pandora like Jerry Seinfeld or Jim Gaffigan. And I just like laugh as I clean. So that brings up my spirits a lot. Um, or even like picking up a new hobby. Like I started painting. Like who am I? I never painted before and I was able to make all these really great paintings and and give them as gifts. So I've asked people this before and a lot of my clients when they feel like they're in this like weird state, this funky state. And I'm like, what brings you joy? I mean, and it's like crickets. And that's what's really sad is most of us don't know what brings us joy. We're so into the routine of the day to day that we don't stop to think about ourselves and what brings us happiness. And I get it, we're taking care of people, we're serving others, family and friends, but we also need to take a second to think about our happiness and our state of mind, because if we don't take care of ourselves, uh, we won't be able to take care of others the the way that we should. And so I really, it's gonna, it's gonna take a second, but I really encourage you to, to just take a few minutes and just jot down as many ideas as you can as what brings me joy? For some people, it's a routine that brings them joy. Great, write it down. What does that routine look for you day to day on the weekends? Um, For some people, it's being productive, getting things done. For some people, it's hitting 15,000 steps makes me feel so good. Great, let's focus on that. Do whatever you gotta do to try to hit that amount of steps. For some, it's trying a new recipe. They get excited about looking it up, trying something new, new, something new to taste, you know. Could be baking. That's a good fun hobby. Just got to watch out with how much you actually eat of it. So, <laughs> um, For some, it's getting a pedicure. Once a month, just, just getting a pedicure done. Maybe it's going outside. Maybe it's biking. Maybe it's hiking. Maybe it's just turning up some music. With one of my clients, um, it was hard for her to think of anything. She goes, gosh, I'm so used to working and just being a mom. I can't think of anything that brings me joy. And I go, great, we're going to flex that muscle. And we're going to really focus on that. Because you need to know what brings you joy. Because you will notice your weight loss journey will be so much more enjoyable if we do things throughout the week or day that brings us joy. And she goes, you know what? I actually really enjoy planning a trip. It's so fun to sit at the computer and look stuff up and TripAdvisor and then asking my kids, where do they want to go and what do they want to see or what do they want to experience? And it's fun for me to plan a getaway. Great, let's start planning one. Whether that's six months from now, next weekend, um, let's start planning it. You know, it could be something as simple as lighting a candle. I know that's one for me. Like anytime 
Um, I have emotions that I don't, I don't want to get deeper in. Like, like I said, depression or anxiety. I light a candle. That thing just makes me so happy when I have a candle. My mother-in-law buys them like for my birthday and Christmas, and I go through them like crazy because it just relaxes me. So I know that's my go-to. You know, for some people, it's reading. They enjoy reading, and yet they haven't read in like five years. Take five or ten minutes before you go to bed. Instead of turning on TV, read a couple of pages or chapters. Maybe it's taking a bath. Maybe instead of once a year, maybe you need to do it two or three times a week if you can. Um, Maybe it's just something as simple as like getting out of your house, grabbing a cup of coffee, and walking through the aisles of Hobby Lobby. (laughs) Like... It doesn't have to be extravagant. It's just what's true for you. What used to bring you joy. Maybe you have to think about what you found, what gave you happiness five or ten years ago. But I encourage it to really get out of the state of being in a depressive state or just not feeling like yourself. You need to, one, recognize it and then decide, do I want to stay here or do I want to get out of it? And two, immediately doing something that brings you joy. You know, for some people it is activity, it's going to the gym. For some people it's just listening to music. Whatever it is for you, please tap into it. You know, maybe it's you haven't done something in a long time or traveled somewhere Or, you know, maybe it's just communication with your spouse. Maybe you even gone on a date with them in like three months and that used to bring you joy. Great. Go do that now. Go ask them like, hey, this Friday, let's go here. You know, you got to start remembering what brings you joy and start implementing it immediately. Okay. So that's what I recommend is recognizing it. And number two, write it down, Write, write down at least a few things that bring you joy so that next time. You catch yourself and you know exactly what you got to do. I don't ever let myself be in, a, in that type of state for longer than like five minutes. Because first you got to think about it and then you're like, mm, no, you got to battle. Like, do I want to continue being lazy? It's pretty nice because I'm on the couch, the blanket, and it's comforting to like eat my bowl of chili. But I know deep down, I don't feel good mentally or physically if I continue being this way. So I know movement's my number one, whether that's cleaning, exercising, going for a walk, going to Hobby Lobby. Who doesn't love Hobby Lobby? It's so peaceful. And so that's what I encourage. Those are my staples. So you need to find out what yours are. Okay. You don't have to stay in your in your in that state of mind. You can do something about it. We just need a plan for it. Write down some ideas. If you can't even think of any, which is totally normal, okay. Uh, I have a lot of people who are like, Tanya, I don't know what brings me joy. And it's like crickets. And I'm like, trust me, girl, I understand. I've been there. Pinterest, Google, hey, what do you do when you're bored? When you're bored? You know, uh, just just looking at what other people do to kind of get the ball rolling, okay? There's no right or wrong answer. It's really what's true for you. And so that's my top two tools for you. Um, I do want to offer some bonus material. Um, a lot of times with fall, a lot of people have reached out and they've said, Tanya, it's like fall. And there's so much comfort food and chili and soups and baked goods. How do I consume that and not gain weight? And then on top of that, it's cooler weather. So I'm not going outside more. I'm not moving as much. I'm scared I'm going to just pack on the pounds. What I recommend for comfort food is having a limit um of how much you're actually going to consume and and being aware of that if you plug it in you're obviously going to consume less 
But even like today, I had one client's like, Tanya, I love taco soup in, um, in the fall time. How do I eat that? You know, is it okay to eat? I'm like, absolutely, go for it. Soup is awesome and it's so comforting and warm, especially on a cold day. But you also wanna pair that up with something. Don't just keep eating soup until you're full. Have a salad with it. Have a bowl of, of veggies with it um, so that it fills you up. Because if you just rely on soup to fill you up, whew, you're gonna go through a couple bowls. So remember, whatever your comfort food is, have a vegetable to go with it and then double up on your vegetable. And when it comes to activity in the wintertime, yeah, it is harder. It's cold. You don't want to get out. But the ultimate goal is, do you want to feel good every day? And my answer is always yes. So my staple is I need to walk for 30 minutes every single day, which is about like a mile and a half. Um, That's true for me. I don't like to be out in the cold, so I go on the treadmill, but I also might splurge like while I'm on the treadmill, I'll watch a vi- like a YouTube video or um, I'll get into a show. So I encourage that. That doesn't mean, just cause it's cold doesn't mean we stop moving. It's we need to change our movement. I used to be outside all the time. Now it's colder, I'm at the gym. It does, it's not as exciting, but I'm not here to make my workouts exciting on the treadmill. It's I need to get it done because once I'm done, I'm going to feel awesome. That's what I'm going for, the feeling after my workout. And right now I'm really into a show, and so that makes it even better. So <laughs> I know sometimes it's not appealing to go to the gym or on the treadmill or on your bike, but if you can make it somewhat exciting, whether that's listening to a book, music, or a show, it makes things a lot better. And I also recommend not only plugging in your food to make sure you're eating food in moderation and making sure you're getting some type of activity in, whatever that may be, But I really, 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 really encourage through the winter months is to weigh yourself. If you don't weigh yourself, you don't know what's going on. Weighing yourself keeps you accountable. So whether you feel like it or not, I encourage it. Because if your weight goes up two pounds, you know what to do that day to bring it back down. But if we don't weigh ourselves before we know those two pounds equal 10 pounds, and then 20, and then 30. So be sure to weigh yourself. I know it's not appealing, but you will thank yourself because less damage will be done. So we think mentally in that moment, you don't want to feel bad about what it'll say. I promise you, based off that number, you're going to perform better that day. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I'd love to hear what your spouse has responded if if you take the time to message them. Um, because it does make a huge, huge difference. So um, I'd love to hear your guys' responses. Um, You could always email me or message me on social media. But thank you so much for tuning in. Appreciate everyone writing to me and asking, hey, can you make this your next podcast episode? So I love the feedback. You guys are so awesome. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you all next time. Bye.